you are entering the main gateway and you can see that the gate itself is open as it is typically in the morning in Renlin as they let in travelers and merchants. Uh, yeah, Geo, Mordecai, uh, welcome back, guys. Um, who's your friend? Who, me? You don't remember Val? Who? Val, he's uh, like this? one of the four elves in the guard. No, I've never met this guy before. Are you species? Uh, should we make our way to the garrison, guys, and report to Captain Jen, or...? I want to go to my sister's church. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was Mames who sent us a warning. Oh, yeah. Giovanni, welcome back to the Order of the Sacred Things. So glad to have you. Have you decided to take us up on our offer? No, no, no. I uh, would like to see my sister, please. Oh, Mames? Indeed. I don't think I've seen her for two days now. Okay, so the three of you end up making your way back in the direction of the cinema silhouette. Uh, it's probably going to take, I don't know, maybe about 15 minutes to get there. Things are picking up in the city as you're walking around. Uh, could I have each of your roll perception checks again? Sure. All right. <laughs> Giovanni has rolled a three. That's an 11. Uh, and a 10 for Val. Okay, you guys don't really see anything out of the usual. And you end up making your way to Cinema Silhouette without too much of a hassle. And you enter through the familiar front doors that are still kind of boarded up. And you are now in Cinema Silhouette proper. Martin! I don't know, guys. Uh, he's not answering. Oh, we, we know the way around. <laughs> yeah, Martin, where are you? Start just cruising. Okay, all right. The, yeah. the three of you just start walking through the door, and after a certain point, you see that a door in front of you opens into the main room you are currently in, and in walks Martin. Hey, boys. Want some coffee? Always. Coffee? Are you living here? Yeah, where else am I supposed to go? Uh, what about Sanctuary? Oh, I have a portal to Sanctuary here. Oh, well, that's convenient. It is. Val, he moved it. Remember? All right. Well, I didn't move it, but it's pretty stagnant. Seems to be stuck here. All right, enough of the jibber-jabber. Martin, what are you still doing here if the realm has been saved from evil? Twice now. Honestly, I'm not sure. I mean, Ash kind of takes us where we need to go, and we're still here. So I guess if something else pops up, we'll take off there when it happens. Hmm. Um, so... Uh, oh, you also notice that Martin is in some pretty, f like, form-fitting workout gear. Nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I don't know if you noticed uh, another... Actually, I don't I don't even know how it works, but we, we vanquished another evil thing, uh, Sleep Monster. Did that show up? Sleep Monster. Sleep Monster. It was made of sand. Oh! Okay. That's what that was. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I got that. All right, good. Uh, because that guy <laughs> was a doozy. Uh, oh, yeah? What, I mean, what happened? When did this happen? Uh, just the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it tried to mock us by looking like our friends and our enemies and people from our past. Uh, and then I zapped them to death. It was great. Maybe we give Martin a bit more of a story here. We were in Nardini. We befriended a fey hotel owner who transported us through a portal to Nardini. When we got here, everyone was sleeping. Uh, then we killed the Sandman, and we returned, and everyone is awake now. Yeah, it pretty much covers it. 
people were falling asleep. Oh, oh left, right, was and center. Asleep. Yeah. Everyone. Huh. And he was like puppeting their bodies and stuff. It was pretty creepy. Horrific. Ugh. And you can see Martin kind of shiver as you do that. Gross. Huh. Well, I'm impressed, boys. You handled this one all by yourselves. I didn't even have to do anything. How did you bind it? Uh, we came across another prison shard. Yeah. You what? Oh, yeah. There was this evil necromancer we met on a pirate ship who uh, we think uh, incapacitated the captain of that ship. And he was here when we transported through the Fey portal and he had a briefcase. Um, and he was unconscious, and I think we kicked him in the junk and took his briefcase, and we opened it, and there's a crystal in it. We, he means he, uh, but yeah, very unscrupulous character, and that's coming from me, so. Evil. Are you familiar with a necromancer named Al? Um, no, I don't typically associate with necromancers. Fair. Uh, I also don't associate with much of anyone. Ha, he had a crystal. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like the one. Where the hell would he have gotten a crystal? I don't know. Where do they come from? Um, that you can, I'm you can tell not us. really prepared to say. I mean, come on. We, yeah. we vanquished one on our own. We've used them twice now. I think we're part of the club now. By the object, Martin. I think if anyone would be trustworthy, it'd be us. Hmm. Like, we can have, like, a club name, a handshake. It'd be great. Come on. Huh. <sighs> Can I have you guys roll persuasion checks? Yeah, sure. <sighs> ten. Giovanni rolled a ten. Twenty-two. <laughs> Three for Val. <laughs> okay, so you can see that Martin kind of makes eye contact with you, Mordecai, and he breathes in deeply and then lets it out. <sighs> okay. They're not easy to find. A long, long time ago, I um, I got my hands on, well, let's just say quite a few of them. And I built a bit of a store. I got them in something of a sacred mine. It's, uh, I don't really know how to describe it to you guys, but I got them underground. And I used many of them over the years. I've never been able to find my way back to that place. I don't even know if there would be any there if I went. It's been so long. Hmm. Okay. But I'll be candid with you guys. Uh, I was running a little short. You used all of your crystals? That's a lot of bad things. I've been in this business for a long time, Gio. Hmm. Hmm. How many are left? Hmm. Let's just say not a lot. Uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't think I was going to like that answer. Yeah. Uh, I'll always try to find one if I can, but, you know, I can't guarantee anything anymore. Okay. Hmm. But that's that's really interesting to know that someone else out there got their hands on one. How are you feeling these days, Mortan? How am I feeling? You seem a little off. Well, I've been feeling tired. Pilates helps. But, you know, I'm getting old. Getting old, eh? (laughs) How old are you? Jesus, Gio. Gio, show some tact. Excuse (laughs) me. I feel like it's a fair question. We were kind of pressed getting into his employ, too, so... Yeah, no, no, I understand. You guys have some right to answers. That's just a weird one, uh, not only because it's pretty personal, but also because 
Uh, honestly, I don't rightly know. I knew. I how, knew like, it would be some weird answer. Uh, to call, call me rude. That I would like to know how old the man who lives in the Flying Tree Palace is. <laughs> well, Geo, how do you think I keep track of time? I'm living my life floating around with a giant tree palace. Why do I only have your number on my stone phone? You never give me any answers. You speak to me in riddles. <laughs> what do you want me to tell you, Geo? That I'm I'm nine hundred years old? I'm a thousand? You're what like what do you want? You're a thousand? <laughs> I don't know. So many fortnights. It's impressive, if anything, that you actually look as good as you do for being that old. It's the Pilates. <laughs> How long have you been doing Pilates for? Well, I I usually practice on my own, um, but, you know, I've been doing it at least for, I don't know, a couple <laughs> decades, a couple hundred years. It's tough to say. But uh, whenever I pop up in a uh, in a town, I like to join their classes because, you know, it's nice to have, you know, people to kind of socialize outside of work. Sure. So Fal does a couple of sessions of Pilates with Martin there. He can, uh, you know, multi-class in a monk. <laughs> It's all about flexibility. Well, you don't know if Martin has skills in monks, so it's tough to say. <laughs> Just because he sees right. monkly, he's bald. Well, Martin, I was hoping you'd be able to help us understand the riddle of repercussions of this uh, sleep curse that had befallen the land, but evidently you fell victim to it as well. Yeah. I what? Yeah, you were you were also asleep when we. Yeah, we called you on we the way to the, when we returned. the temple. Yeah. You started snoring. Was, you know. I have no memory of this. That's no good. That explains a lot of what we've seen around the town. Can I um, look real hard at, at Martin there and see if there's still any like faint magical traces of that sleep spell on him? Um, I will let you roll an insight check. Okay. Detect magic is a spell, but it's not one that I think you have. No. But you might be able to pick up on maybe some physical traces of maybe stuff. Just because I've like, touched Ooh, what it about, before. What if I use divine sense? That's for, like, uh, fey fiend and stuff, though, right? <laughs> He's got a fiend in him. All right, what did you get there? I got a seven. Okay. Um. So looking at Martin, you can't quite pick up on anything that seems magical. He seems tired, but that's about all you can pick up on. That's totally fair. Yeah. I would like to just ask Martin, uh, Giovanni is missing his sister. Does the name, uh, Mames de Chambray mean anything to you? Thank you, Val. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I remember Mames. Really good with the sword. She was actually by this morning. Oh. Oh. Where, wh- why? Pray tell. That she seemed to be thinking that something bad was happening in the city, but she couldn't quite pin down exactly what it was. At least she wasn't making sense to me at the time, though. I guess hearing what you're telling me now, it makes a bit more sense now. But she seemed to kind of calm down when she saw that I was here. Do you know what direction she was going? Yeah, did she happen to say where she was going? Uh, she mentioned that she was going to be going back to the temple now. They told us they hadn't seen her in two days. Well, maybe she hadn't arrived yet. Maybe something happened to her on the way. I mean, that was literally a 15-minute walk, so, uh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I've used my keen crime-solving uh, intuition to deduce that <laughs> it was highly unnormal for something to take that long. That would typically be so short. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that is a good point, Geo. Why don't? What if we double back to the temple quick, and just see if she, if she's not there? And if she's not there, then we'll know for certain that something happened. Mm, 
Yes. No sense in getting excited just yet, right? I mean, we no, were just there. I have another idea. We could check out my temple. <laughs> so maybe if she's truly in trouble, she would seek out the assistance of her brave brother. I mean, there's always a possibility. Uh... It's worth a gander, and it should be on the same same track, right? So, <laughs> you know what? Uh, while you're doing that, I'll just uh, I'll I'll keep my nose around outside and uh, see if I don't know. Maybe she dropped something, or she's got very specific boot prints. I don't know. It does feel like if this was a a, a puppet show, that this is the part where it would be revealed that we had been being tracked and followed. Hmm. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. We're not special enough. Nobody likes us. Who even knows we're back in town? Tanner now. Tanner. Friggin' Tanner. God, he definitely told Bryson. He definitely told Ricky. <laughs> Can't keep his mouth shut. Such a gossip, Tanner. Oh, no, it's not a, not a secret. They'd be happy that their boy Gio's back. Oh, okay. Huh. Gonna tear it up the club later. <laughs> so tell me, what are you guys doing? Uh, I want to go to my temple to see if my sister's there. Double back. And if she's not, I'm going to go pound on Brother Steve. Gross. Okay. <laughs> on the way back, I'm just going to keep looking around for anything that is main adjacent. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, I like that idea, uh, Mordecai. Okay, so the three of you are, I guess, kind of leaving. Uh, your conversation with Martin kind of pittered out. Uh, and as you are leaving, Martin kind of turns to you guys and says, hey, if... um." Anything else pops up, you know, give me a ring. I'll have my phone yeah. on me. Okay. Yeah, fucking right, Martin. <laughs> and a- answer it, please. I, I, I'll do my best. All you do is Pilates. Where else? You, you're always too busy to answer the phone. Whenever I actually yeah. need you for stuff, Martin. You know what? Don't call me. I'll, c- can you show me how to take add a different number? Because it always just calls you. <laughs> Gio, leave his number. We need it. Oh. You guys can call each other. Really? Yeah. I mean, we're always kind of beside each other, so it's not really, you know, been needed. Uh, I thought only Geo had a stone phone. I mean, we've <laughs> no, all got all stones three- of fire speech. <laughs> my, my, only mine has the only mine has the premium translate oh, app. Though, apps, I think. Oh, apps, <laughs> yeah, he's got okay. the fire speech Tinder. Sure, you know. Yeah. Okay. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, goodbye. And the three of you make your way out of Cinema Silhouette. You're making your way back to the Temple of the Order of the Sacred Object this time. Mm-hmm. Could I have Val and Geo roll perception checks? And Mordecai, I'm going to have you roll an investigation check. Will do. <laughs> Nat 20 plus one. I rolled a two. Uh, and Val rolled a 10. All right, we'll start with uh, you two. So you don't really see anything out of the usual as you're walking around town, other than that people are up awake and moving around, which we've already established. We're too concerned for memes at this point. Yeah, you're a little bit more focused on memes. Uh, yeah, getting a little more emotional. Yeah, so Mordecai, you can see that as you are leaving the cinema silhouette, that there is a single set of footprints that enter the building and then a single set of footprints that leave. They quickly go into the main road that makes its way through the rest of the city and you lose track of them. You feel like you had a pretty good grip on where they are and you feel like you can pick them up every so often as they're kind of making their way in the same direction that you are. But they just blend in with the hundreds and thousands of other footprints that have been on this road and you very quickly lose track of them. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, it does look like she headed back this direction, guys. I mean, look right there and I'm going to point out the boot prints. Is this going um, is this going in a different direction to than where we're going, uh, Josh? 
No, they seem to be going the same direction that you guys are walking. Sure. But, I mean, th- you can only catch that for maybe like 10, 20 feet because there are hundreds right. and thousands of other footprints here. Sure, yeah, it's getting it all mashed together. Maybe I can track her. Oh, man, good idea. Uh, yeah. Geo, do you have anything of memes on you? <laughs> like a letter, <laughs> uh, a lock of her hair. I, I don't do, know. I do have that letter, right, that she gave me. Is he going to turn into a dog and, like, try and slip well, that her was out? My, that, was my, that, yes. that was my thinking. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right, yeah, okay. That or he's going to summon a dog. Well, at the or... very least, we've got a boot print, which should be fresh. It's for the shot, maybe. I mean, if we got a smell. It is probably right. going to smell like mud, but sure. <laughs> mud. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Definitely mud. Do you have anything <laughs> of uh, Mames's, Joe? I think I have that letter she sent. Um, okay. Uh, anything's, anything's better than nothing, would, I guess. Would that work? Like, is that... I don't know. That's canon. That's canon, right, Josh? Yeah, I'd say that you have that letter. I have this letter. Present the letter to Val. Okay, perfect. Uh, so I'm just going to turn into a dog Val. Okay, all of a sudden the form of Val kind of anamorphs into a dog in front of you. He's still wearing his typical green scarf around his throat, but you can tell that this is dog Val, which kind of looks like a shaggy golden retriever. Aw. Hi. And he looks up at you. I'm just like instinctively <laughs> giving him scratches. <laughs> He's, I, I don't want to speak for you, Val, but I feel like Val's really into that. <laughs> hey, man, it's a tough life. You got to get your stretches where you can. <laughs> Anyways, to the task at hand. Okay. I uh, just kind of want to rile up Val and, and Dogmore. Just like, you know, I was like a boy. Just, like, <laughs> just get him going a bit. <laughs> okay, Val's real excitable. You pass Val the note. You kind of hold it out in front of his face and you take a couple sniffs of Val. Could I have you roll a survival check? Sure. Ooh. <laughs> uh, which is indicative of your ability to track. Yeah, yeah. And if I'm correct, do dogs have keen hearing and smell, right? Yes, as they do. the, now, the creature is that, in D&D? Now, is that an advantage because I'm in dog form? or? Yeah, keen hearing and smell. The dog has advantage on wisdom checks that rely on hearing or smell. Um, so that's what we're doing for survival in this case, right? Yeah, I will give you advantage on this. Dope, because I'm plus six. So, uh, 16 and 19, so it's a 19 for Dog Val. Okay, all right. So, on the letter, you can make out a variety of different smells. Of course, the smell of parchment and ink. Uh, you also get a lot of Giovanni. Um, you're not quite sure where he was holding on to that letter, but you can smell. <laughs> it smells a lot like him. You can also make out some trace other smells that seem faintly familiar to you. You can't quite pinpoint where they're coming from. You suspect maybe they're from a raven or Duke Liar, but you never really got good smells of those things, so you're not quite sure. And you sort of pick up the smell of Mames. It's incredibly faint at this point. Incredibly faint. Okay. But just just perceptible because I was fairly perceptive. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, can I take that Mames smell that I know is now Mames and then put it to... The boot print, and then see if I can't kind of guide us a little bit better. I, we're, we can still kind of head towards where we think she might be, but then if I could try and lead us a little bit. Sure. Uh, what I'll do for this is this will be the perception check with advantage. Cool. Because okay. you're using so, uh, uh, keen hearing and, and smell to kind of pick out where she's been. Yeah. Uh, like McGruff the crime dog. <laughs> 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 and Dogfell gets a 25. Jesus. Okay, all right. Yeah, so you are able to kind of pick up the faint smell of Mames heading down the direction you guys are currently going. 
I guess visually for the dog, it kind of looks like faint wafts of like mist kind of in front of you highlighted in like kind of a pink amongst a thousand other smells. And you are continuing down your route. So let's kind of move along here. Uh, so the three of you are making your way down to the temple. Val, you actually notice that the smell that is associated with Mames doesn't go to the temple. Hmm. Okay. It's it's uh, now we're to head towards the temple of the object, correct? Yes. Okay. And her scent trail veers off somewhere else. Yes. Okay. I want to try and indicate that to my companions. How do you do that? <laughs> oh, where's she going, boy? Just pull on, uh, pull on Jill's. I don't know, blouse or whatever the hell his tunic, whatever he's wearing there, and just drag him along where I, where I know Mames to be. All right, Gio, what do you do? I'll follow the dog. He's such a good boy. <laughs> Obviously drunk. <laughs> okay. So you guys are now in the market that is outside of this cathedral. Could I have you roll another perception check at advantage to see if you can track from here on out? Okay. Now we're cooking with gas. Oh, stumps. I rolled it at 8 and 12. Okay. All right. So, so the 12. 12. So you can find that the smell itself seems to lead down to kind of the docks of the city. Mm. They are not explicitly going to the docks. They seem to go into like maybe some of the housing for workers in the area, but you very quickly lose track of it. It kind of starts to blend into all the other smells. And of course, because time has passed, it's faded in with everything else. Sure, sure. Mm. Uh, you know what? That might be the end of Dog Val for now. It was a good run. Hey, Dog Val looks a little confused there, Gio. Uh, yeah. Mm. Hold on, Dog Val. Why don't Why don't we go to my parents' house? They might have something of uh, well, something of Mames's lying around that would have more of a scent upon it. Well, I don't think it's an issue with the I scent. It's just that no. the trail has kind of dried up for Val. Yeah. No, I think it's I think it's the scent. I really <laughs> want this to work out for Dog Val. <laughs> No, it's okay. I can I can always do it again another time. So, um, I mean, we're in a we're in a pretty decent spot. We could ask around. Uh, yeah, I mean, she only and had here it. here I'll uh, I'll help out a little bit. And uh, in my palm, I'm just gonna use the cantrip minor illusion real quick, and uh, make like a a tiny little version of Mames, kind of like rotating <laughs> in my hand as if they were on like a lazy Susan. <laughs> uh, and then I'll just go up to some random people and be like, have you seen this woman? Uh, that's a great visual. Uh, so there are a couple people that are walking in this area. It is certainly not as busy as the rest of the city that you have been around, but there's the occasional person. Um, it kind of looks more like this is an area perhaps for the lower class. People's clothes aren't as nice um, and a little bit more scruffy. Seem more of like laborers and workers around here. And you do end up spying a husband and wife that are kind of walking down the street and you walk up to them with your... Little pictograph. Hey, uh, just wondering if you could help me out. I- I'm looking for my friend here, and I lift up my hand and wait for it to do the full 360 and see if they answer. Okay, you can see that the man, who's kind of a bigger fella, looks down at it. He peers at it very closely and then kind of stands up straight again and looks back at you and he says, I haven't seen that woman. And and, and you miss? She takes a look at it and says, uh, No, I don't think I've seen that person. Uh, what was her name? Uh, Mames. Uh, Paladin Mames. Mm, no, sorry, I can't recall. Can I, All right, can I, well, can uh, I roll an insight? Sure. I don't trust these working class. Jill's going to start shaking down some people here. I mean, it is his sister. I rolled a six. They don't seem to be lying to you. 
Ah, these Bruce Springsteen motherfuckers are too simple and blue-collared to <laughs> to lie. If uh, if you uh, happen to see her, could you just report it to your your nearest guard? Okay. Sure, of course. Thanks. Uh, I'm just gonna keep going around asking random people, being a real nuisance. <laughs> Can I try another approach too? If this fails, sure. Roll a d20 there, Brennan. Okay. Nine. Okay, so that simulates you kind of walking around asking people. Uh, you walk up to a few different people, and nobody really seems to recognize names. Uh, hmm. No luck so far, Gio. I'm going to puff up my chest and just yell at the top of my lungs, $30 gold reward for anyone among you who has information related to the Paladin Mames du Chambre. Okay, all right. So Ooh. Um, could I have your roll performance check? Fuck yeah. Can I stress at this point that I haven't turned back into Val just yet? I'm still Dog Val. Yeah, of course. Nice. Cause just because Brendan kind of uh, kind of saved me from having to relay that info. Okay. I rolled a five performance. This is not a good night for rolls. Okay. All right. Hey. So you yell out amongst I know the street that you're on. There are not a lot of people on it that you can see, but there are like a couple couples because I mean Mordecai was speaking to a few people. Everybody kind of stops what they're doing as you yell out and say you have 30 gold for information related to memes. And people are kind of moving over closer to you. And I think a lot of them look like they want to get their hands on that 30 gold, but they're not quite sure about how to go about doing that. But all of a sudden, maybe 10 to 12 children just kind of pile out of like an alleyway and all start running over to you. And they're all giving like crazy descriptions of memes. And none of them are really matching her descriptions. And they're saying, oh, she went this way. Oh, she went that way. And everyone's kind of conflicting in their information. A few children have kind of got distracted and sees that there's a dog there and are trying to play with it. <laughs> um that's up to you, Val, how you want to handle that. But uh, that's kind of the situation you're seeing, Giovanni. <laughs> Val's going to play with the children for now. I was going to say, can I encourage Val to bark at the children to scare them away? <laughs> Are you asking me to bark at the children to scare them yeah, away? Yeah, yes, please. They're being a nuisance right now, and they're sure, not right. helping at all. <laughs> okay, you, you, can I have you roll an intimidation <laughs> check? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's my best mean face. Oh, 16. Okay, all right, you scare, like, all the children that are certainly closest to you, and probably all the other children are kind of taking note of you, but the ones that are closest to you certainly just kind of, like, stop what they're doing and, like, immediately run away. <laughs> this is for serious inquiries only. You know, folks, lying to a god is a punishable offense, but uh, I'll uh, I'll throw another 30 gold on the pile for someone who actually has real answers. <laughs> okay, like another 10 children who you have not seen before <laughs> run out of a different alleyway, and they're all kind of around you. You can notice that these are not well-to-do children. They certainly are, like, very scruffy, and their clothes are torn and, and worn. Um, you might expect that maybe they're, like, orphans of the street. And they're just kind of hassling you and they're yelling like, oh, she went this way. Oh, please, sir. Can I have some more? And like a number of different things. Can I do like an insight check to see if any of them are like genuinely being earnest with me or if they're all just like in it for the cash? Sure. Yeah. Uh, roll an insight check. Okay. 20. Dirty 20. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you can tell that like they are not interested in giving you any real information. They are just trying to get their hands on that 30 gold. Well, 60 gold now. They're very excited. All right, then uh, I'm going to kneel down to the kids and I'm going to be like, all right, I got a job for you. 
and I'm going to pass each one of them a gold coin. It's like, you find this woman, and I show them the picture of her in my hand, and I'll give you f- 29 more. Now go, go, find the woman. The kids are very excited. Even that one gold coin in their hand is more money than they have ever had at any point in their life, and they're just absolutely shocked. And they look back up at you and like they're all nodding vigorously. And I imagine you hold out the other 29 gold, kind of wave it in front of their head. And they're just hypnotized yeah. by it. Yes, sir. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that right away. Uh, uh, where can we find you? I'll be around. Okay. <laughs> so you gave them no. You know what? That's fine. This is what you want to do. That's okay. <laughs> they're street children. They'll, they're, they'll they're find fucking, us. They'll find clever, us. They'll find right? me. It's not. But hard. do they right. know who you are, though? <laughs> this, is, this is a large city. Okay, whatever. If you think this is going to work out, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who's lived on the street, I think I know where to find orphan children. Uh, I mean, that's a weird thing for you to say, but yeah, I, <laughs> I guess you're, uh, you might be on to something. We'll tackle that. We all go to the same places for, for food. Okay. Yeah. Well, We'll tack. Mordecai has a uh, has a very good inner workings of the street. How the street works. Street smart. Yeah, yeah sure. Street smart. Okay. Well, he's very he's as intimate, a fellow homeless person. Like, well, you yeah, say. you guys have created a plot point, and we will come back to that and try to figure out how that works itself out. All right. Starting my own business. I was gonna throw a bunch of money in the air. It's a praise be no, to the object, no. but I decided not to. Like Gio, you just had me growl at a bunch of orphan children. I want, I want to uh, play uh, with Mar- them. Mar- Mar- Mordecai's plan seems like the best one. Yeah, like that's. <laughs> Those are giving the money for free. I mean, having our own fleet of child informants sounds great. Yes, uh, it does. And as a member of the petty bourgeois, Giovanni loves the idea of exploiting children for his own personal Yeah. Okay, all right, you are now standing in an alleyway. There was a bunch of children that were all around you. Mordecai, you're down about 20 gold from handing one out to each of the children. And you have released your flocks, and they have run away in like a thousand different directions, which is weird because there's only about 20 of them. And now you're in this alleyway. What do you do? I'd say in terms of time, it's probably close to 12 or 1 o'clock now in the afternoon. Yeah, that's about right, yeah. I'm going to wait here for a couple hours. Um... I'll shoot you a message if I hear anything. Uh, if you hear something, call me on the phone of Far Speech there. Quite. Uh, I was thinking of perhaps checking in with the guard. Go for it. <laughs> okay. That's settled. Val's still a dog. Are you still a dog, Val? No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this opportunity to change back. Uh. <laughs> okay, you animorph back out, and there's uh, Elf Val standing next to you, Geo. Uh, Val, are you going along with Geo? Yeah, I, I got business at the guardhouse, so... Okay, so uh, Mordecai, we leave you there in the middle of this alleyway, I guess trying to look inconspicuous as yeah. uh, these children have taken off, and you are going to wait some time there, and we'll catch up with you in a bit. In the meantime, Geo and Val, you realize that you're actually fairly close to the garrison at this point. The garrison is pretty close to the docks, after all, and you're able to follow down one of the main routes that runs along the docks and down to where the garrison proper is. It doesn't take you all too long, maybe a 15, 20 minutes, and so it's, well, I guess one thirty now if we're sticking to our clock, when you to approach the garrison. What do you do? Is it open? Yeah, it should be. Yeah, so you can see that there are a number of guards kind of going about their duties. There's someone at the entrance kind of, you know, if anybody walks up and asks a question, they can respond to that or send them on in if need be. 
Um, there are a few garrison units that have just left. You can see them kind of walking out and starting to go about their city duties. So you can see that it's active. There are people here. I just want to stroll up and be like, I must speak with the commander at once. Uh, you can see that it's, um, uh, what was the other name? Bryson. You can see that it's Bryson. Uh, Bryson's standing there and he says, ah, Geo! Yes, Bryson, uh, this is quite important. I must speak with Lieutenant. Ah, man, missed ya. I can't wait to catch up and get some drinks. Party time. Excellent. Yeah, you free tonight? <laughs> Probably not tonight. Uh, maybe later in the fortnight. Uh, the only time will tell, but I would love to slam some beers with you this evening. Awesome. I'll let the boys know. So the two of you enter the garrison. Um, they just kind of let you in. You can see that the guard doesn't seem to pay too much mind to Geo, of course, because we already said hi. He does kind of look at you, Val, but you walk through. So you guys are in the garrison. What's all with all these speciesists? Yeah. Give Val the side eye, you know? Like, uh, Yeah, uh, this is like the second time anyways today. So I think first order business for Val is go to my things and get my badge. <laughs> Straight up, <laughs> yeah. Because if I'm gonna get maybe a file lawsuit <laughs> for all these Geo's, Geo's trying to Geo's just trying to be like, you know, Val, they're just they're nice guys, really. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're just a little weird. Like sometimes they just don't know a lot of elves. They're just weird. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're weird, all right? How many elves are in Renlin? No, we just not many. We like ten. That much that like Val's pretty. Val's a bit of a sight, and he's pretty new on the force. To be fair, <laughs> we all are. <laughs> If I if you guys want, I'll let you roll a history check to kind of like do an estimation of population dynamics in this city. The history of elves in Renlin. Uh, that one is, I mean, I guess so, loosely related to it. Fourteen for Gio. Uh, Eleven for Val. I'm good. You're good. You okay? Yeah, it's not worth it to you. Okay. Uh, so Val, we'll say that you have seen a fair share of elves in the town, though. Of course, you're new here, so you're not too familiar with it. They're certainly in sure, a minority in the city, but uh, you you're not sure of the amount of them that are in the city. Sure, the actual like percentage or whatever. Uh, Geo, you have a bit of a better grasp. You've actually run into several elves throughout your life living here in in the city. You say that they probably make up about mm, ten to fifteen percent of the population, which is not. Okay. entirely small sure yes yeah, so that's a fair chunk by the way on your way to the garrison can i have you guys make a perception check yeah oh uh, yeah of course you're just torturing me now at this point i know i'm just i want to know what the f- oh 17 <laughs> 12 okay all right so um val you don't really notice anything out of unusual uh throughout the town as you're making your way to the garrison uh and geo you see that something seems a little bit off but you can't quite put your finger on it uh yeah well, it was less than he got before. So now let's flash forward. You guys have entered the garrison, and you are now kind of in the garrison grounds proper. Can I just nudge uh, Geo, just like a quick aside, just like make a first stop, get my badge, maybe at our quarters, like someplace we can just chat real quick? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, wa- I want to just kind of like indicate that I want to get our story straight, and everyone seems very confused about the timeline and unaware of... The sleep spell and everything and just what, whether or not you exist. <laughs> precisely, like what, how much do we reveal and what do we lay down necessarily? I think we could quietly discuss that in the hallway here. <laughs> sure. I just want to get my badge. I know that I didn't bring mine unless Mordecai put it in his pocket. I had your bow, but I didn't have your badge. No, and, and I think we were instructed to leave them. It was a big plot point where... Which is why I didn't do it. Somebody had theirs. <laughs> Geo, I think, maybe. 
but I, I did I, I certainly didn't take mine, and now I'm getting all this side eyes. So I, if, if I'm gonna I take heat today, I was the only one who ran back to the barracks, right, to get my chest plate before the thing. Yeah, yeah I just shoved a bunch so. of stuff in my jacket before we left against orders. Yeah, no, we explained your your situation away, but I definitely didn't have mine, so I, I would just like to get mine yeah. for sure. Sure. All right, let's get, let's go grab them because I, I want to mm. get mine too. Okay. All right. I'm getting all this side eye today, so <laughs> so the t- the two of you start making your way towards the main structure that juts off into the dorms as well as the various offices that are in the garrison. You can see that there is a large door that enters this building, and at the front of it is a guard. Uh, you walk up to him, I presume, or you at least make your way in the direction of the door. He kind of waves at you, Giovanni, as you walk up to it. But then he kind of steps in front of the door and he says, uh, hey, um, no civilians. He's with me. He's with you? Yes. He's a guard. Um, Valerius, I've worked here for some time. Uh, no, he's not. You will allow him passage or I will have you buried so deep in paperwork. You'll never, <laughs> you, you'd wish you would be on door guard duty of the barracks. Uh, uh, can I have you roll an intimidation check? Come on, baby. Nine. Hmm. Listen, I don't want to have to do any additional paperwork. Um, it's on your head. It's all you. Is everyone acting so strange today? We'll just push past it. Is, is he letting us through, or do I got to yeah, like, say Yeah, he's kind of pulled himself aside, and you guys have access okay. to the, the garrison now. Okay, because Val's going to play the race card, and, you know, don't bring up the HR. <laughs> but, you know, start, start screaming, but if we don't have to, then... We'll just go. <laughs> All right. So uh, you two enter this main building. You can see that there are several guards in there. Um, a few of them you recognize, Geo, and they kind of wave at you. And you make your way over to the dorms, which leads to that long hallway where all the different rooms jut off from them. And you make your way to the very end of the hallway to the last door where you know your dorm to be. Great. Excellent. I presume you go inside, you close the door behind you, you bust there. in there. Totally. Um, Nobody, nobody's there, I presume. Yeah, there's a, there's a very thin sheen of dust everywhere because you guys haven't been there for, I don't know, like almost three weeks. Um, and uh, yeah, all, all of your stuff's still there. You can pick up your badges if you like. Um, nice. Anything else you guys left, you can now have on your person. Val, you could pull yourself out of those tight leather pants and put on your uh, normal accoutrement. Yes, actually, I would like, yeah, for sure, I'd like to do that now. Yes, thank you for reminding me. I've been wearing uh, Captain Pauline's uh, duds this entire time. They've literally grown on you. It's, yeah, <laughs> literally, literally, just like peel these like leathers off my yeah. my legs here. Fused, copious amount of like fart noises from yeah. trying to get the pants off. We'll say that Geo already has like all of his equipment from when he grabbed them uh, before you went to fight the Sandman. Uh, so you have your tunic and whatnot. Uh, Val, of course, gets dressed, and there you are. You're in your dorm. All right. Gio, how much are we going to lay down to Captain Jen? I don't, I'm not even sure how much we should lay down to Captain Jen. Very well. I'm, I'm with that, too. I, we can always just see what uh, see where it goes. Now, um, let's just tell her um, we went there. Uh, there was a necromancer. He had a crystal. We got the crystal and destroyed it. That sounds like a lot of information. <laughs> not that different from the last thing we told her. That she didn't nah, that's true. Her. Let's just go. Why don't we? St- why don't we lead off with we're back? <laughs> and, but when she'll ask a follow up question. Yeah, that's true. Okay, all right. Just ease um, into it. Second of all, um, all the items we requisitioned from Nathan. They, I, I feel like everyone's in a general stupor right now. So we'll we'll deal with Nathan later. Yeah. Okay. Um, should we stash that stuff? 
<laughs> uh, no, I, I, I don't believe I. I didn't steal anything. Uh, well, for requisition, I, I requisition mean, it. I mean, for the purpose of like sneaking it back in. Uh, yeah, but, that sounds I like mean, bullshit. The, the unfortunate thing is that I'm sure that Nathan's already noticed, being as fastidious as he is, that shit's missing. Um, yeah, so. I- I'm fully confident that if we hide things, that implies that we uh, feel guilt about stealing them and guilt. Well, and- I, I, I was, I was, anyways, well, sneaking it back in, but I think that Nathan's probably already on, so we should, anyways. And then third is the keys. What keys? What keys? Are we, are, are, the, the, the city, the guard keys. We have I, copies I know, being made. I, I know what keys you're talking about. I'm just <laughs> pretending I don't. Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. All right. I think I think I think we're on the same page here. Are are you? <laughs> you two have like the guile of a seal. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> arr, arr. Um. Yeah. Let's go speak with Captain. Very well. All right. So the two of you make your way out of your dorm. You walk down the familiar hallway and you enter the main room. Of course, that connects everything. And you make your way towards the door that leads to Captain Jen's office. Uh, there's nobody there. Nobody stops you or anything. And, of course, there are friendly faces all around you, Geo, as they're uh, looking at the two of you walking through. And you make your way into the hallway that leads to Captain Jen's office. It's a short walk to the corner of it. And then you take a right and continue walking down for maybe another 10, 20 feet. And there you are. You're at the door. It is closed. And this is Captain Jen's office. I guess I'll knock. Okay. You knock on the door. And then after a few seconds, there is a faint quiet voice that yells out from the other side and it says come in open the door we'll enter I guess. sure hail and well met captain jen ah geo welcome back surprise um i'm i'm sorry uh and you are uh valerius uh i'm one of your employees look i want to just thrust my badge up which is firmly around my neck Okay, you pull out your badge and you approach Captain Jen, who's sitting at her desk looking at the two of you. She looks a little perplexed and she looks at the badge. She sees it says a Renlin garrison guard on it and with the in training kind of scratched out underneath. And <laughs> she looks back up at you and she says, how did you get one of those? Uh, it's standard issue. I've never seen you before in my life. Well, this is interesting. And then we fade out. Wow. And we fade back to Mordecai on the other end of the docks. And Mordecai, you're standing waiting for your children to run back to you with news so you can pay them. Mm. And it's quiet in the alleyway. But then you hear a shuffling and you look down and you see a form at the end of the hallway. It approaches you. As it gets closer, you start to make out some of the features. Seems to be a woman, certainly feminine, with short hair kind of cut just below her shoulders. It's dark, and as she approaches you, she's kind of lurching a little bit. She seems maybe like she's hurt. And suddenly, you can make out the form of Lieutenant Black. Mordecai! Whoa! Mordecai, is that you? Boss, are you all right? Mordecai, no one, no one can remember me.
everyone for listening to our podcast. If you're interested in hearing more about us, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Anchor, or Patreon as Late End Legends. A special thanks to our patrons this week, Aaron, Al, DJ Seath, Ethan, and Paula. If you're like these very special people and want to support our podcast, join us over on Patreon. We'd love your help. With that, we'll see you next week. Peace.